the Department of Homeland Security issues a bulletin warning of heightened threat environment and violent months ahead. Homeland Security warns of individuals using high-profile events to justify violence against ideological opponents, public gatherings, schools, and more. This is a bulletin issued today by the Department of Homeland Security as they monitor both risks of domestic terrorism and foreign adversaries looking to sow discord within the United States to promote acts of violence. Now, uh, I bring in Mark McCloskey, who is running for the United States Senate as a Republican here in Missouri, because I want to ask you something, Mark, and I welcome you back to the show. Thanks for your time. Hey, thanks for letting me on. Here's my question. Um, this is just my interpretation. This is my impression. You don't have to confirm it. Um, I, I, this is just my read, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Here's, here's what I see. We have uh, leaders at this hour who I think are actively antagonizing and poking, poking and weakening and eroding the American people's safety and financial security with destructive policies. And then they turn around and they issue warnings that those same people could get ticked off and become dangerous to those in authority. And I, that's earnestly the way I read this, Mark. I, I think this is a destructive, actively antagonistic federal government actively hurting Americans with their policies and then warning that we could get ticked off about it. That's really the way I boil it down. Am I wrong? You're absolutely right. I mean, all these things that they're doing, you know, take baby formula, for example. I mean, gasoline prices are one thing, but if you really want to make the American people suffer, if you really want to hit people where they live, make their babies starve, right? Mm -hmm. How, what cruel, what intentionally cruel people these are. And, and the president or whoever is actually running the country, because obviously that senile old poop's not running the country. But, I mean, gas prices intentionally making people suffer to, to involuntarily coerce people into using what? Electric vehicles? Are electric vehicles good for the uh, environment when electricity is generated mostly by coal? I mean, the bottom line is all these things are, just as you say, intentionally designed to hurt the American people, to make them angry, to make them upset, and then threaten them with, if you fight back, if you resist the authority that's making you intentionally hurt, then we're going to declare you a terrorist and put you in prison, or like the January Sixers, put you in a hole without trial the rest of your life. Yeah, and you know better than most, because you've quite literally been at the receiving end of an overly aggressive government. Um, you're trying to protect your property with your second, you know, using your Second Amendment rights to do so, you're made out to be the villain. You're made out to be the aggressor. And, and we're seeing that at this hour, um, the gun violence that's happened across the country, they're using as a means to create new laws as opposed to just enforcing the ones that are on the books. And they, and they have this category that they call, quote, mass killings, unquote. Um, in the city of St. Louis, a mass killing happens every night. Uh, two weekends ago, 14 shot, six killed in the city of St. Louis. You don't see uh, um, the, uh, the, the commander in, in poop, Joe Biden, showing up and investigating or, or condoling the people of St. Louis. And that's just day-to-day -day violence in St. Louis, day-to-day -day violence in Chicago or Seattle or, or Washington, D.C. By the way, what do all these uh, places have in common? Strict gun control laws, right? Um, and yet uh, the value of a human life in this country is directly related to how much political capital you can make out of it if you're if you're a democrat and you know here's the real world i always like to cut through the the bs and talk about reality if you look at the most recent fbi statistics more people each year in this country are killed by fists and feet or even hammers 
than by long guns of all kinds. And so when the government comes out and wants to ban what they call assault weapons, it's not because it will make any significant reduction in the overall uh, homicide rate, but because it's their way of, of controlling the population. Mark McCloskey is with us. He's running for Senate uh, as a Republican candidate here in Missouri. Mark, in theory, whoever wins this primary is uh, is probably going to be the next United States senator from Missouri. It's still a crowded field, um, and I've noticed here recently, unless I'm mistaken, you correct me if I'm wrong, it looks as though you've um, made uh, new aggressive inroads uh, to campaigning, some new ad time, new ads being purchased on TV and radio. Am I right about that? You are, and we just we just received the results of a uh, signal poll yesterday that shows that when people know that I'm the pink shirt guy with the AR on the front porch, uh, we're in a, in a statistical dead heat uh, for the lead in this race. And in fact, uh, according to that poll, I'm I'm like uh, five tenths of a percent behind Greitens and tied with Vicky Hartzler. Uh, but if you look at then who comes in second, the second place choice is me above all other people. If you add those two numbers together, I'm leading the race by three percent right now. And so my only my only disconnect I have to fix is making the voters out there know that this guy named Mark McCloskey is running for a Senate is the same guy who is in the pink shirt with the AR on his front porch defending his, his, his wife and his hearth and his home against the mob. Interesting. You want people to know about that. Well, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's you know, in the um, uh, what the evil left would call the summer of love. I mean, after the George Floyd death, when the country goes up in flames, when in the city of St. Louis on June the 1st and 2nd of 2020, downtown St. Louis burned, four police officers were shot, retired police captain David Dorn was murdered. You had Kamala Harris saying that the riots aren't going to stop and they shouldn't stop. You've got Maxine Waters saying that we have to be even more disruptive. Um, you've got every leftist politician not just acquiescing in but encouraging riots and destruction and death. We stood up against it. We made a personal vow that if it came our direction, we weren't going to take it lying down. And that's if, if everybody in this country just stood up against the left and said, we're not going to take this anymore, we'd solve this problem overnight. Isn't it interesting, Mark McCloskey, that people seem to think on the left anyway, and the media would believe, that that was a damaging moment to you professionally and personally, that that would be debilitating somehow, that that is something you should run from or be ashamed of, or that that episode is something that you should cower over. Uh, I, I find it pretty remarkable. It's a very in-your-face moment for you that you're not only not doing that, you're embracing it and, and hopeful that more people connect you to it. Well, you know, the cancel culture of the left, which is just nothing other than old, old-fashioned uh, communist censorship, is that if you don't say the right thing, you're punished for it. If you don't do the right thing, you're punished for it. If I had been the managing partner of the largest law firm in St. Louis, the Monday after that first assault in my house, I would have had to go on the apology tour. I would have had to apologize for being born, apologize for being white, apologize for being successful, and I still would have been fired, and I still would have been prohibited from having any significant job the rest of my life. The, the bad news for the left is that uh, I'm self-employed. My wife and I are don't owe anybody anything. We're not beholden to any any lobbyists or big dollar people, and no one can no one can intimidate us. And uh, and so you know when they came knocking, as my TV commercial came, it says, they just came knocking on the wrong damn door because this is what my my life. I mean, I've been I've been a uh, a staunch opponent of communist expansionism my entire adult life, going back to my teenage years. Actually, I started making public presentations against communist expansionism 
as long ago as 1977 with Robert Mugabe's takeover of Rhodesia. And, uh, you know, it, it, like I say, they, they, uh, I said this on Tucker Carlson's uh, two years ago, uh, God came knocking on my door disguised as an angry mob, and it was, it was a godsend. It was a way to wake up this country, and, and it got me motivated uh, to, to participate in a way that I hadn't before. Mark, if there's a Republican out there considering you or they really don't know how they're going to vote, I mean, we're still I, – I, the one thing about Missouri primaries is they're way too late. I mean, I just can't believe we're waiting till August 3rd to do this, but okay, we are. So that means you've still got some time, plenty of runway in front of you, and maybe there are a lot of people that haven't even started paying attention yet or they're just starting to try to decide between so many of you who are running. Um, why you over the rest of the field? How do you, do you think you stand out versus the others that are running? Well, everybody else is, is essentially a career politician, at least some of the major, major players. Vicki Hartzler has been in Congress for 12 years. Billy Long has been in Congress for 12 years. Vicki Hartzler has been in politics since 1994, 27 years in politics. Um, Dave Schatz, 17 years, I think, in politics. Um, uh, Eric Schmidt, 17 years in politics. Mark McCloskey, zero years in politics. Right? I, 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 when when uh, Roy Blunt announced that he wasn't going to run for re-election, and people started asking me if I wanted to do it, my initial response was no. I mean, the last thing I want to do is be in politics or be a politician. Um, but, you know, sometimes God places a task in front of you, and when, when, when God calls, you have to answer. And it's been, it's been an interesting experience, but I can tell you this, that if you want to change this country, if you want to pull back our freedoms, if you want to tell Washington, D.C., this is our country and we demand that we're taking it back, that we're not, we're not cheap, that we're not going to be controlled like cattle by the elites in D.C., then I'm the guy that's out there saying that. I'm the guy that's out there doing that. Einstein's definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. So if you like the crisis the country is in, if you like the loss of our freedoms, if you like cancel culture and censorship and big government, then vote for the establishment candidate. Uh, vote for the, uh, the establishment policies. But you're not going to see any significant change. But you, if you vote me in, I tell you one thing for sure. I'm a guy that's not afraid to stand up in front of the mob at the risk of my life, my reputation, and my finances to say what's right and to stand up for the freedom of the American people. Mark McCloskey, on your ballot in uh, early August, if you're a Republican and you're voting for a Senate candidate, he would like your vote. Mark, how can people be helpful or reach out to your campaign if they'd like? Well, you know, my message isn't very conducive to having billionaires give me millions of dollars, and so it's just really a grassroots campaign. What I need to win this election, what we need if we want to take this country back, is I need the money to put out some television ads to make that connection between the uh, barefoot pink shirt guy with the AR-15 <laughs> and this guy named McCloskey running for Senate. And so go to McCloskey for Senate, that's F-O-R, McCloskey for Senate.com, or McCloskey for Missouri, F-O-R, McCloskey for Missouri.com. Dig deep and help us out. I get three quarters taped to a postcard saying, I love you, but this is all I can afford. And those are the people I want to represent. And, and so if you can help, do help. We're in this battle. You know, this is more than just an election for Senate. This is a movement to fight for the future of this nation, and our nation hangs in the balance right now. We're not talking about years or decades. We're talking about this election cycle. If we don't win it, this country is over, and we've got to do everything we can. Each and every one of us needs to make a personal stand for freedom, for our democratic republic, and for the future of our country right now, or it'll be lost forever. Thank you, Mark McCloskey. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it.